Hi Stars fan, this is Alex Ranger and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michel Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Hello everybody and welcome along to episode 44 of the Don Michel sponsored A View from Section C. Senior, it's uh, it, it, it feels like a long week since the last episode. I know. And, and, I've, and I've been dying to get this one going. Um, yeah, I know you have. You have our very special guest tonight, have. so I'm looking yeah. forward to it. But how's your week yeah. been? As, you know what? Now that you've said it, it does feel long since we've done the last show, but mm-hmm. a week I'm back at work, so the work has went so quick this week, it's ridiculous. Are it's you back on Absolutely. Shifts? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. End, of, end of January. First week in February, I think, we'll be back on Ellis and Bucks. So okay. when I'm on early shift, I'll be in the room that I'm in now, and when I'm on back shift, I'll be in some cosy wee office in Argentina somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, well, so listen, I know we'll, we'll, we'll be okay because you know that my boss is Ryan Buchanan's uncle. So Ryan will it just is? yes, Ryan will just need to put a wee quiet word in with Uncle Steve, and <laughs> Uncle Steve will give it the go ahead that I could sit in a wee cosy office and we'll do a view from <laughs> Section C live from Argentina Dundee. <laughs> uh, I know, God, that'll be fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, it does seem like a long week, but. Yeah, yep. um, I think I think we just need to get our guest on because yeah, well I've, you've I've been you've been, been buzzing for the bit for this one, boy. Yeah, so this yep. this was one of um, my favourite players last season. Um, obviously, you have your your Comers, you've got your El Doro Locos, but um, this guy for me was um, played a massive part throughout the season, um, especially in the playoffs. Um, you know, to go into Sheffield and get a shutout, um, yeah. you know, there was that that really did kind of kick us on for that that second leg coming back home. Um, so, yep, our special guest in is none other than Adam Morrison. Hello, hey Adam, Adam how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. No, thank well, you very well. much for coming on. Um, as I say, I've been wanting this one for a while um since last season obviously we we have to wait until the end of the season before we can get players on the show so um i've went through my list and i'm ticking people off saying this is the guys i want on and senior senior has to agree with people to come on the show um he doesn't like certain people coming on shows he's very um no i'm surprised you let a goalie on then (laughs) no no not at all not at all um there's there's yeah junior puts out a lot of messages to to players a lot um and he certainly does have to say oh i'm gonna get him on nope Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i must admit uh there was a few names so we we've had we've had kyle on we've had Mm. comer on and then he messaged me last week and says i've got adam and i was like yep Without a shadow of a doubt, get him on. Get him on. Well, I, yeah. I, I appreciate it, and I appreciate the kind introduction. Um, you know, well, 
while you were bringing bringing up those memories, it, it uh, you know, I still get chills thinking about that Sheffield weekend. It, it was a, a pretty pretty special experience for for the team and and uh, the group of guys that we had in that room last year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we we had our ups and downs throughout the entire year, but um, you just kind of knew something something was going to come together at the yep. right time because we all still, we believed in yeah. each, each other. It just clicked. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Part of and Charlie, Charlie said the same. Kyle yeah. said the same. Mm-hmm. When, when these guys were on, they said exactly the same. It was what you said. When, when they think back on that game as well, they, they, they get the goosebumps even now thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And what what as a as a club we achieved that weekend because really from the offset we were written off, mm-hmm. but like for yourself to come out of Sheffield with a shot out and then to finally close the game out in Dundee with that atmosphere was yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's the best atmosphere I've seen at a Stars game ever and we've mm-hmm. been there since day one. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, it just seemed to uh, sort of align perfectly. You know, Sheffield was a team that we matched up with really well throughout the season. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they, I wouldn't say that they were any weaker or any stronger than their, you know, previous, the previous team that I played yeah. against Sheffield. And, um, you know, it, it just, like you see in, in the playoffs in, in every sport, um, mm-hmm. you know, you get the opportunity, you, you get the opportunity to rise to the occasion and, and, and yeah, yeah, be definitely. a part of something special. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll come more into that um, further on. But we were kind of joking there about senior. Um, obviously, he's a bit hesitant with certain players coming to the show, and you ne- you nearly you nearly never made it, Adam. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it came down to the last minute, Adam. Yeah, so yeah. because the the game notes that Junior gave me. Yeah, and there's a reason why I'm wearing a Pittsburgh Penguin sweatshirt. It says. <laughs> We'll start off by discussing with Adam being drafted by Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was nearly a, that, you were nearly gone at that yeah. point, buddy. Uh, I, so, thought about uh, wearing, I thought about wearing my jersey. <laughs> so, uh, so third I, round. It, would, it would be really unfair because we've had Nick Ryapel on and Nick yes. was drafted by Flyers as well. Yeah. So we, we were actually in the same draft year. Yeah. yeah. Nick and I. Yeah, so, so uh, it, it was. Uh, I was going through that draft year before we came on. So third round, a number eighty-one overall, <laughs> and some of the names in that draft year of even looking at the top seven players, you've got Tavares, Hedman, Duchesne, Kane, Heckman, Larson, uh, Kadri. It's some of the names in that year is unreal, absolutely unreal. Um. And then you look at some of the names that are drafted later mm-hmm. in that, that year. Like I said to my dad, it's uh, Cody Eakin and David Savard and stuff. And you think, God, these are guys that are still playing NHL now. It's mm-hmm. It was such a, a big year mm-hmm. to be drafted in. Um, did you, you know, did you, how, you're obviously, you were in the, you know you were going to be in the draft. Did you expect to go when you did? Um, did you think it was going to be a lot lower, a lot higher? Was it? Um, 
I wasn't actually expecting to get drafted. Um, okay. You know, I, I was ranked on the central scouting list, but um, I didn't play. I only played 13 games that year. I played behind uh, Braden Holpe, so he was kind of a, a workhorse. So, um, <laughs> just just a little guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was. Uh, he kind of he carried our team that year. So, um, and and uh, so I, I wasn't necessarily expecting to, you know. Um, be drafted let alone as high as I was and, and um, you know my goalie coach uh, that year we we would joke about you know trying to simplify our game and 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 just calm everything down in the net and you know our motto was less is more and sure enough on draft day when I found out that I was drafted I you know he called me and he said yeah I told you less is more the less games you play the higher you get drafted so it's uh it all uh you know again one of those situations that things just kind of came together we had a, a mm-hmm. pretty a very solid team that year in Saskatoon uh, you know kind of um, we were weren't supposed to achieve what we achieved um and and uh you know, we surprised a lot of a lot of teams in the Western League that year, especially mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference, and then, uh, you know, ran into a pretty, pretty strong Lethbridge team with um, Dwight King, uh, Zach Boychuk, uh, Kyle Beach, uh, yeah. you know, and, and a couple of other uh, Luke Spiza, so big names on 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 yeah. that team, and they kind of just snuck into the playoffs and. They were coming off a year where they went to the conference final and had a little bit more experience than than we did and managed to grind it out in seven games. So, um, but you know, back to the draft, it, it was pretty, uh, you know, it was pretty special. Um, you know, again, I wasn't necessarily expecting to go as high or even go in the draft um, and, and to be selected by you know an organization like Philadelphia. You know. Yeah, by far the best organization in Pennsylvania, but uh... <laughs> that, that was just rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say that anymore. I guess no, they, they, I think they have the they take the cake with the with the cups, but um, yeah, no, it's it, uh, it was it was a great experience for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um... And obviously, there is this little connection, and we don't like to bring up this team on our podcast, other than when we're reviewing and previewing games, but there is a Flyers theme with yourself, and that you ended up in Fife. Um, we're going to say because it's a Stars podcast, the shithole that it is. Um, and, and, and again, for yourself, Adam, my, my wife's a Fifer, unfortunately, so I get away with saying it now. Um, but yeah, you ended you ended up in Fife. Um, how did the move to Fife come about? Um, obviously, you'd only ever kind of really played ECHL, AHL. So how did it come about coming over to the UK for the first time? So I I kind of run into you know injury troubles throughout my career. Um, you know, it just seemed to be a big you know a string of bad luck, a few mm-hmm. high ankle sprains, uh, sports hernia, um, hip hip issues early in my career. So it, it's, um, I was kind of getting to the point where I, I had spent enough time trying to climb the ladder in North America and, and, you know, for a goaltender, 
it's very unique because you you look at all three levels the you know from the NHL AHL East Coast Hockey League like there's a there's a lot of very talented goalies playing in at each level mm-hmm. and um, you know and there's only one net on each team yeah. so you know you kind of have to it's a bit of a, a battle of attrition um, you know you got to stay healthy perform well and, and you know get the right opportunity and, and you know when you get that opportunity you got to run with it so for for me I was you know I felt like I needed a, a change of scenery I needed a, a fresh fresh start and uh, yeah yeah you know kind of get back to you know treating hockey as um, you know treating hockey as a game again um, yeah it, it started to you know definitely felt like a business and and uh, that was starting to kind of wear me down a little bit and mm-hmm. so uh, that summer um, I had a, a couple of one offer that actually fell through in Slovakia um, and then um, you know Fife had reached out to my agent and you know brought up the idea of going to school so that for me mm-hmm. that was kind of the big the the big ticket item was was getting the opportunity to get a, an education and continue to play uh, yeah you know when i think when i went over there my first year i was you know i had the idea that you know i would finish my degree and then you know barring health and 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 uh you know my body still capable maybe transfer over to mainland europe and spend yeah. a few years kind of bouncing around there but um so it really it, it just kind of came about sort of last minute i think i signed two maybe two or three weeks before uh training camp started so it was uh-huh. it was it was very late but um you know it, it, i'll forever be grateful to uh todd and tom and hutchie down there just solely for the opportunity to get you know get myself an education and continue mm-hmm. to play hockey yeah yeah there's more and more of that happening now, isn't there, over here? Mm-hmm. There's, there's the, always for, for guys that, that are wanting to come into Europe. Mm-hmm. Certainly, it, it's happening in Dundee a lot because of the stars linked with the uni. Mm-hmm. That There's always that pool for mm-hmm. individuals that they could continue this education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For uh, sure. It, it must be a big thing for, for, for players. Adam. I've, like, I've never been at that level uh, yeah. where that... You know, you, you could go and play else. I was close, but you, you could go and play elsewhere. But you, you just back in back in my day when playing <laughs> basketball, there, there was never this sort of pool of further education. You know, to, to make your mind up on where you were going to go and play. It was here's what you're getting offered. Take it or leave it. Mm. Yeah, guys like yourself. Uh, Justin Freena was another one when he came to Dundee. There was always the uni deal. Doro got the uni deal and everything. So, yeah, it must be a big th- it must be a big pull. Absolutely. I mean, for especially for somebody like myself who went straight from major junior into professional hockey. You know, I had my high school degree or diploma, and, and that that was it. So, you know, when you're grinding it out the minors and and you've you've made enough money to sort of you know get by year to year but you don't have anything in the pipeline for you know the next 10 years once you stop playing so um you know it was it was yeah it was really important for me and 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 my family to you know 
get the opportunity yeah. to continue playing and 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 get sort some sort of retirement plan in, yeah. in place yeah. and um, yeah it was uh it was something that Hasse said as well um when he I think he accidentally announced his retirement on the podcast and he wasn't going to any teams. Uh, and it was, I'm, I'm still waiting to see what happens if I get kept on in September. But yeah, yeah. it is, it's, it, it is a short career. Um, as much as, you know, guys can still go to 40, even look at Jagger still going at 50 yeah. odd, but yeah. it, it is a short career. And then what do you do after it? Um, if you've not had, anything yeah. to kind of do as you like like yourself going on and getting that uni deal um obviously you're back over in dundee just now um finishing off school and stuff so it, it just goes to show that these opportunities that that clubs are able to bring in um it really does bring in a good selection of players as well because it is guys who are good players that are thinking about later life mm-hmm. um, no for sure for sure um and and i think it's you know, like you said, like the you have a, a certain window of opportunity to to play the sport and and sort of get what you can out mm-hmm. of it in in a very short window. And and um, you know, for all of us, um, we've been we've been chasing and working towards playing professional hockey since we were you know six seven years old. So mm-hmm. we've had a we've all I shouldn't say all of us, but you know, it, it's a very narrow view of the world. You don't yeah you don't get exposed to, you know, a lot of other aspects of life that um, might be of interest to you or, or of interest to somebody who, um, yeah. you know, hasn't been exposed to it. For, for yeah. Reason, yeah. But. but yeah, but, um, so yeah, you had one, one bad year playing with the Flyers. Um, <laughs> It was it, it, personally stats wise, it was a decent year, but yeah. you had a bad year because you were in Fife. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the only thing because he used to stand on his head and Dundee every time he came up playing for Fife. every bloody time. Uh, <laughs> um, I know. I, like, I love playing in that away that away net. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so then came COVID, um, and and we had obviously we didn't end the season. We then had a a year without hockey. Um, what did you What did you do within that within that year? So I, yeah, like I played around with a couple of options uh, with other teams in Europe, but um, just with with university going online and and mm-hmm. it just it kind of it wasn't the right fit for me to go and 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 sort of be stuck somewhere. I shouldn't say stuck. Well, yeah, would have been stuck in in. Yeah. A couple of places because they had pretty yeah. strict lockdowns. So, um, you know, I, I I felt it was uh, you know better to to take a step back and, and, and focus on the university. I did some coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You know, coached some uh, some minor hockey in, in Kelowna and um, and uh, you know just started to explore other avenues because I knew mm-hmm. you know I knew that I was sort of winding down my career Um, yeah um, you know i i didn't think that not playing not playing the COVID year was going to you know derail any opportunity of playing the following year given the circumstances but um yeah i just kind of took it as an opportunity to collect some data on Mm -hmm. other things that i might be interested yeah 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 
Yeah, and 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 then obviously we start to kind of open back up, um, and then you saw the light. You crossed mm-hmm. the bridge. Yeah, you came to Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Um, we see that about many a Fife player that comes over. Eric yeah. Naslin's now uh, saw the light and came over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how did the move to Dundee come about? Obviously, was it just Pash had reached out directly, um, or was it just you were floating kind of around some so, ideas to teams in the league? It, um, yeah, I mean, throughout the the COVID break, I'd kept in touch with uh, with Todd in, in Fife quite closely, and. You know, my intention was to return to to finish my you know finish my degree mm-hmm. and play for them for the you know the, the next two seasons and and um, you know as in hot you know hockey's a business you, you yep. they they felt they needed to go in a different direction and and uh, you know bring bring Shane back in and you know he's he's a phenomenal goaltender so it's not really you know. I don't think I can't look at that and be upset that or feel like, Oh, I deserve the spot more. It, it just is one of those circumstances where they had an opportunity to you know, bring somebody who they have a good relationship with and, and has a good track record in Fife. And so it, it, you know, the Todd and I had been speaking over the summer and then, um, you know, things kind of went quiet and, and, mm-hmm. You know that's usually the telltale sign of uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, of an organization moving in a different direction. So uh, yeah, again, it was it was pretty late, um, and um, I think it was yeah, maybe coming up on the beginning of August. And um, so I reached out to Posh. He uh, you know, he called me called me that afternoon. And we chatted for an hour, an hour and a half, and. Uh, sent me over a contract the next day so it it, it, it all it all worked out in the end uh, yeah you know it, it was um it's definitely better for me uh personally because it, it uh provided me with the opportunity to not have to commute <laughs> to university because yeah. that was yeah. that was a bit of a grind um, yeah i was playing five you know, driving up and down three times a week <laughs> uh, and then get back for practice or training yeah. uh, so it, it was um you know, everything kind of worked out how it. Yeah, worked out kind of good for you. And the A ninety two is not the best of roads to be driving up and down a lot for no. <laughs> <Well>, weeks. <laughs> no, well, at least you know, at least when I was there, we had uh, we had nice vehicles to, to cruise up and down. So, <laughs> so you can't complain when can't complain too much when you got a brand new Mercedes to drive up and down the road. Yeah. Um, so coming into Dundee, um, you know, how did how did you feel that you know you kind of started off? You know, we 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 ended up having a bit of a break come around. Um, I think it was around the Christmas period when COVID kind of kicked off again, and and we had rules put in place, and we couldn't we had to postpone games. We had the COVID protocols, um, but before that, we got ourselves on a great run right before. Mm-hmm. the COVID protocols yeah um it was yeah it, it was the worst time possible for us to get oh I, for sure i i think to this day the only disappointment from last season you know apart from the our, our performance in the, the semi-final game was was the fact that 
you know, we had that momentum going into the, going into Cardiff, mm-hmm. and that challenge, the second leg of the challenge cup and, and, you know, to get all the way down there, you know, you're prepared, you're, everybody's confident in their, you know, in their responsibilities and their roles that yeah. they're adapting yeah. to. And, and, uh, you know, and then an hour before puck drop it, it yeah, the, the game gets shut down. So it, it was, yeah. you know, that was, that was tough because you knew that it was going to knew two things yeah. that it was going to sort of disrupt the rhythm that the team was in, but uh, it was also going to, you know, Cardiff yeah. at that time was, was struggling. I, I don't remember if they had injuries or they were just kind of struggling to find their, yeah. find an identity. And, and, um, um, you know, you knew that they would make changes, but yep. you also looked at, at the, the, the team that they had and you knew that they just needed some time to kind of yeah. gel a little and, bit. So, yeah. And, and, and we, we were, we, we were we, in yeah, we were. Even, we, we even were. the fans were in fight mode. You know, we threw bottles <laughs> yeah. at McNally and offered fans were offering them a fight down at the yeah. uh, Plexi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good night. That was a good night. <laughs> I've, I've never, I've, I haven't seen that in my, you know, the many years that I've played. Yeah. I don't think a lot of us had saw that over no, the no. years. Certainly not in Dundee, that's for sure. Well, I, don't know I, if I, I'd, I, I don't know if I'd want to step up and fight him. He On skates, he's a, he's a bit of a monster. Yeah, that, I think he likes that. that's you know, Adam. After it happened, people had said that you know, whatever the reason for the, the guy doing it, he, he he done it. But everybody knew that if McNally had got a hold of him, it wasn't going to. It was not ending good. No. The only the no. only way to describe it is no. he would have got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, that's <laughs> never, the only way. And, that's, and that might actually be the politically correct way to say it. That, just, <laughs> yeah. There's no, no other way to say yeah. it. And then, well, like what Junior said, and, and we've spoke with we, Charlie, we've spoke with Kyle, the Christmas break for us was an absolute killer for us. Yeah. Because up until that point, when we got on that run, I couldn't see anybody beating us. Nobody. I think everybody began, everybody, as you say, everybody knew the roles, everybody knew the systems, the fans knew it, didn't matter who we were playing, everybody was confident we were winning games. And then Christmas came, we shut down again, and it was just, it was like somebody flicked the switch. Yeah. Well, and you, you and we, saw And it. we struggled to come back. Yeah, you, you saw it with our, our conditioning when we came back. Like, it was, you know, we could do a little bit, but you know, most of us, yeah. like I, I ended up getting COVID um, right after the, the Cardiff game. So I tested positive when, when I got back to Dundee and, you know, I got, I got sick, you know, and symptoms weren't enjoyable. It was about yeah. 10 days of, oh, today I've got a sinus infection. The yeah. next day I've got a cough. The next day I'm high fever. So it was, um, you know, it, that kind of took a little bit out of me. And then, you know, I noticed for myself that it, it, it took me close to a month to kind of get yeah. my heart rate back to where yeah. it felt comfortable. Um, you know, it felt, felt quite, um, you know, quite difficult to, to get, uh, to get my conditioning back. Yeah. Which, yeah. Know, yeah. I'm not sure if that's just a sort of side effect of, of getting yeah. the illness, but, um, 
yeah, it, it, it definitely, you know, but I think the biggest thing is that it, it, when that happens, I think there was, when that happened, I think there was a lot of concern whether the, the league itself was going to mm-hmm. carry on and finish out the year. You know, I, I think there was what only three. I think there was only three three teams weren't in yeah. protocols at the time. It was three or four teams. Yeah. There were like six teams in protocol. And you're like, yeah. how can you, how can you keep going with that? Yeah. Um, oh, and and sometimes teams were coming out of protocol, and then other teams were going into protocol. Yeah, it was just one. <laughs> and big... and and you know, sort of, even from a coaching perspective, the the past year we'd have had strategies all made out based on the fixture list that you had. And then what happens is we're maybe, for example, we're maybe meant to be playing Coventry, so he's got a strategy, and then it's all oh, Coventry are in protocol. But what we'll do is we'll play Manchester, but we've to travel to Manchester and things like that. The whole schedule was just blown apart. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a very complicated uh, process to get everything kind of back and moving yeah. again after the, the break. But um, yeah. you know we. They managed to, to figure out a way to keep everybody afloat. Yep. And, um, yep. you know, I think that was uh, a feat to itself, just just from, you know, the entire league coming together and, and working working mm-hmm. together to kind of keep the the engine oiled up and yeah. moving forward. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we, we kind of progressed to COVID. Um, we had, obviously, our, our 200 games, which was an experience for everyone to play in, to sit and watch. Um, and then you yourself got quite quite a pretty nasty injury. Now, obviously, as fans, we, we still never know um, what the injuries are. Um, obviously, clubs won't say at the time, so that other teams don't gain the advantage of knowing. Um, but obviously, there was quite it was an injury that kept you for quite a while. And obviously, Priestor had to come in and kind of hold the fort. And, and that at that point... Um, Obviously, speaking of kind of about Britain here, what a performance he put in to keep going with yourself out injured and kind of for him no real backup if if he either one had a stinker or if he got injured. Um, but I heard that there's um, you're a big fan of mustard. Um, <laughs> I was told to ask about mustard tonight. Suck. Yeah. And that person will remain nameless. Yeah, I know. I, think we know I know who, who your source is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we were told to ask about mustard and um, potential injuries and stuff. Uh, yeah. What is the mustard story? <laughs> so the mustard is uh, you take it when you're cramping. Um, okay. I don't. I don't enjoy it. Now your source <laughs> thinks that I just enjoy spoonfuls of mustard. Uh, <laughs> no, I. I, I think we should probably do a little bit of a background dig into, you know, how reliable your your source is. No, the mustard was just a tip that I picked up um, kind of along the way uh, when I was playing in South Carolina. Uh, pickle juice, something with high acidity, high sugar yeah. content. Um, you know, it, it is. The theory is that it'll delay cramping a little bit. Okay. Um, so when when I would start to cramp on the ice, you just take a, a shot of mustard or a spoonful of mustard. And, <laughs> you know, the worst part is is your mouth is so dry from you know being a little bit dehydrated that yeah, 
it turns to like a paste and then you're just, it, it's not a fun experience. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it if there are alternatives out there, but uh, I found yeah. that it worked. From, from time well, uh, senior suffers from cramping a lot. Um, uh, you, if you ever spoke to my mum, the, the noise he creates in the middle of the night when he gets a cramp in bed. Um, so senior, I think you need to get some uh, mustard sitting at the side of the bed oh, for God. cramping. <laughs> <laughs> that's way, that's one way to kill yeah. romance is have a jar yeah. of mustard next to yeah. yeah. Somehow I don't think I'll be able to take jars of mustard into the bedroom. <laughs> oh, moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um you know, the end of that season, you know, when we came in, you know, we were fighting for I think there were so many of us fighting for sixth and fifth place, right up until the second last and last weekend of the season, everyone could have finished everywhere. Um, we we were in Coventry last game of the season. Um, I really didn't want to bring it up, Adam. Um, but there was a a bit of a a bouncer of a goal went mm-hmm. through you. Um, what what happened in the game? Oh, um, if you can remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I I remember that goal. It, it was. Um... You know, it was kind of a, a broken, broken play from. I can't remember if it was a rush or kind of like mm-hmm. a turnover at the blue line. Um, and you know, there was sort of there was traffic that was sort of providing a moving screen. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to find a lane. Um, I actually didn't see. I saw the guy who had the puck. You know, I saw his stick up in the air on his follow through but I knew he was on his backhand. So I was trying to search for where the puck was going to or who uh-huh. it was going to. So I, I had assumed he had made a pass and then, you know, and then out of nowhere, I see this little, <laughs> little, little black dot with a middle finger going between my legs. <laughs> we, we, we just, we had one very similar uh, last weekend against Belfast yeah. where I think the guy was at the halfway line yeah. yeah, and he's just he's just fired it in. It, I I said it at the time. It I've said it at the time, senior, and and I and I have had it confirmed that did hit Garrigan's wrist. Mm. Um, but it's just it's going cross ice, yeah. dumped to the corner, yeah. and it's came off Gary's wrist, and it's just bounced through. It, it, it's it's like it's bounced on its edge. Yeah, it's horrible. And then yeah, it's just horrible. it's just taken off in the in the other direction. Yeah, and. Right at the last minute, you just you see Svensson trying to grab to catch it, yeah. but by that time the red lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, and unfortunately, as you know, we sit right behind the away bench. Yeah, and the Belfast backup, uh, it was Jack Jackson played. Yeah, and it was the guy Jones. Peyton it was Jones. the backup that night, Peyton Jones. So he looks at the iPad, and then what made it worse was he just burst out laughing. Yeah, no. <laughs> It's probably more. Um, he's probably that's probably PTSD. He's probably had a few of those. Going on <laughs> yeah, possibly. Day. Yeah, he's just that's his coping. He's got to laugh yeah. off. But yeah. no, I, I mean, it, it was um, yeah. It was just one of those goals yeah. that, um, unfortunately, given the magnitude of the game, you you can't mm-hmm. really give it up. Yeah, uh, and you can't give it up at that point. In, in the game yeah yeah the, the, uh, 
the good thing was Charlie when 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 Charlie was on, he was saying that that you know you obviously we watched the game on the webcast and there was sometimes you absolutely bailed out the defence in that game throughout the season. You you'd you'd bailed them out in games and stuff. Um and then obviously you look at going into the playoffs, which we'll come on to and getting a shutout in Sheffield, it you know, you had your games, you had your moments where you were absolutely phenomenal. And Charlie was saying that that okay, that one's went through. Should it go through? Probably not, but we need to help try and bail more out here. Mm-hmm. Um and that was when you start to you know, we don't as fans, we don't see that at the time. Um, it's not until you speak to guys after it, you realise that last year's team, every single person had each other's back. Yeah. Um, which was great to see. You know, we we see guys on the ice, they're close, we see your teammates, but you don't actually know how much of a back like their back you've got. Um yeah. and then to go on and Charlie do Charlie things and yeah. Get yeah, what overtime when three or four that game. I, I, I think it was. I think it was four. Yeah, but I thought it was three. I thought he scored. It was either three or four. I think. He, yeah. he, no, he did. He should have had four. Yeah. But they he got, got one ruled out off. for going. He got one ruled out. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just to make it fair for everyone things. else. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's all it was. But yeah, um, we'll go into it. The Sheffield game down there. A one 0 win. We're sitting there watching it on webcast. Follow people following it on Twitter, and it's sitting at nil nil in Sheffield in a playoff game. And you're thinking, you know, we're the, we're the, the the small fish here, and how are we still at nil nil right now? Um, and then Sebi pops up with the goal a few a couple of minutes from time to come back one nil. What was the bus ride back like? Um, it was pretty even killed actually. Um, yeah, I remember coming into the room. Um, I can't even remember. I don't even know if we played our win song because we okay. we knew we knew the job was done. Yeah, um, you know we were happy with with that performance, and that's kind of you know in any road game in the playoffs, like that's what you mm-hmm. kind of have to do. You're you're aiming to steal points rather than yeah going with the mentality that you're you're going to win. You know, you, you, you just try and hit the ball yeah, you, back. You know, you play yeah. play tennis. For for me, I, I've always pictured goaltending as, you know, a tennis match where I'm just kind of hitting the ball back and I'm just, rather than trying to smash it mm-hmm. back to my opponent, just let him make the make the mistake. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so we knew, you know, we were happy with the result. We were happy. Um, I think it gave us some confidence knowing that we belonged there. Yeah, like you said, we we were the, the lower seed, so or higher seed. Sorry, um, so we we uh, you know we we needed that sort of um, sort of reassurance to know that we we belonged there, and mm-hmm. that we were capable of, of competing yeah. with with that team, and also not being intimidated given the stage. Of, of yeah, the yeah, season. yeah, and and to come back up the road, um, you know. We'll do a David Sims here. It's a long journey back up to Dundee after being in Sheffield, um, as he gives the excuse every single season. It's a yeah, long yeah. journey back up Scotland. Um, to come back up the road, um, one nil up, and then to go three nil down halfway through the second. I, I said it when we spoke with Charlie. I said it, I, I'm thinking the year. I think this is you know 
I think this is it now. I think, you know, the higher seed team, the guys that are, you know, should be winning, you know, leagues and cups, they've now finally took kind of a foothold of the game now. That's them got their, their hand on it. What was your thoughts? You know, we scored that goal right before the end of the second period. Charlie said that, you know, we're just kind of all reassuring each other in the changing room. But, you know, as a from a goalie's point of view, you know, what's your thought process going through of, you know, we're 3-1 down, we're still in it with a goal, but it's it's a good yeah. team we're playing against. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, thinking back to the the goals they scored in that game, I, I um, you know, I know the one was a breakaway. Yeah. You know, I, I you knew that Sheffield was going to push back. Um, and, mm -hmm. and they did. They responded, but you know, like I said, we we knew from from the night before. We knew from you know the, the six weeks leading up to to that game that we were capable of of producing offensively. Um, I would say that that wasn't an issue for us last year. That was never early in the year we struggled to score, but after yeah. you know guys kind of found their legs, that was probably our identity was our ability to sort of score at will. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, we we, you know, are are, you know, and, and in order to do that, you sometimes sacrifice, you know, your defensive end a little bit, mm -hmm. and, and uh, um, you know, so we knew we had the firepower, and and for me, it was um, again, I can't call every all three goals, but you know, there wasn't really anything that I felt yeah. I would do differently, and and in that situation, you know, numbers and stats. It, those aren't important. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, the important thing is, is just giving the guys in front of you an opportunity to win. Yeah. So that was just kind of the, again, just kind of keep trying to hit the ball back. Uh, mm -hmm. Rock was playing well at the other end and, and he had a, you know, he had a strong season and had the ability yeah. to steal a game. So, yeah. you know, you didn't know whether or not he was going to yeah. sort of hold the fort or, or whether the pressure would get to him and, and yeah. I think I think the, yeah, I think the pressure got to share when when we got that goal just before the end of the period and it made it three one, which actually made it three two on aggregate, we all said it. It was like Nick's goal is going to be the winner. Because even us going in uh three two down, we've actually leveled the tie. Um but we then get that goal. And then after that, for me, it was just one-way traffic. Yeah. One-way traffic. Sheffield could not, and, and for as big a club and the players that they had last season, they could not cope with the pressure. They they just I'm, folded. I'm yeah. still gonna I'm still gonna put out an assist here to Pavel Halas for um trying to get his helmet fixed after we scored. I think it was to tie the game yeah. at three all in aggregate. His helmet wasn't fixed. And Dean then played pump it up. I kept yeah. the drum going. Everyone then got on their feet, and the games just stopped. And everyone's getting louder and louder. And I think we need to give Pavel a little assist there. As much as we criticise <laughs> yeah. him and fans don't like him for being a, a ref, I think yeah. we need to give Pavel a little assist here. <laughs> well, they they take yeah. a lot of abuse, but uh, you know, <laughs> don't don't say that too loudly. We got to keep him humble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to, to eventually win the game, um, I honestly thought you were going to shoot the puck for the empty netter. No. The, God. The, I... puck came, the puck came to you, 
And I thought, Bo's going to shoot this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think it just you panned off to the side of the goal. And I thought, oh, yeah. that, would be, that would have been nice on the cake, a goalie goal. Um, yeah, that would have would have been a nice way to <laughs> nice cherry on top but uh, yeah, yeah but no given it, given the uh yeah, the circumstances of the game i felt that was probably better to give it to somebody with a little bit better hands a little a yeah. little more confidence in their shot yeah. yeah i still don't think i still don't think he got an assist on that goal and i was still arguing with the elite league about it after it i sent the tape in <laughs> Point, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah, a, a great weekend uh, overall. You know, two wins against one of the best teams in the league, um, and then you, as you said, the the performance in Nottingham. Um, we won't dwell on it too much. I think I think we all know it just it wasn't to be. I think we, we I think with everything that happened, I think we run our course. Yeah. Well, I think you know the the two teams. That I felt were the most dangerous last season, definitely Belfast. Like Belfast was clear, clearly above everybody in the league. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know, top to bottom, and um, the other team was Guildford. So, you know, Guildford just seemed to have a lot of skill. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, similar to us, not super strong defensively, but somehow, you know, they could you know, get you yeah. into a bit of a running gun. Yeah. And fill the yeah. So. I mean, yeah, it was disappointing. Um, I think, it, you know, it wasn't the fact that we lost. It was um, that we we didn't uh, we didn't give ourselves a chance. I think mm-hmm. after the first period, we were still kind of there. Uh, you know, we had the opportunity. Yeah. I think it was one nothing. We we and we knew we had the capability to to score on, you know, score. But um, yeah. I think. Belfast, they were prepared. They, they had the experience. They had the depth, and yeah. you know, yeah, it, it showed the second they stepped out on the second, the second period. Yeah, mm-hmm. to- totally agree. Um, and and to this day, I've still said it. The the guy that killed us that day was Mark Cooper. Yeah, the yeah. guy had three plus every one, season, three plus one, and I think he only touched the puck four times during that game. No, yeah, Coops. And, Coops. and he still does it. He still does it against us. Yeah, he's he's very uh, he's a very cerebral hockey player. Like he uh, knows exactly where to be. He reads the game really well. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. He's got a good skill set, and, and and he's a big body. Yeah. So you know, you, you combine all yeah. those things, and yeah, yeah, and pretty special player. And and, and you're absolutely right. Belfast, they're always challenging. They, they know what it takes to win championships. They know what it takes to win playoffs. Um, and, and I think it was I think it was just experience. I think their experience yeah. over over our inexperience, that was it. Uh, we had a couple of chances early on. They didn't go in. And then once they got the lead, it was always going to be difficult because we would have to open up. Yeah. And then once you open up against a team like that, yeah. Then, then, then they fly. And, and you know, we've spoke about it umpteen times, Junior. When when teams are up against Conway, Goodwin, Pickenich, mm-hmm. difficult, really, really yeah. difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one th- one thing I wanted to discuss um, with you is, 
know, we've spoken about it before. We we had a chat last season um, on social media about mm-hmm. social media. Um, now, obviously, I've I've we're well, in normal uh, anonymous. Um, I've had a, a, a thing sent in from a fan who knew you were coming on the show, and obviously, yeah, you kind of spoke with his little girl about bullying and stuff. I think she was believed she was getting bullied a little bit, um, but the negativity kind of online now. I think you know you'll read social media. You you would have known at times that you were under fire a lot, um, and some of the criticism was, in my view, very unwarranted. Um, and in this se- and you know we've seen it again this season that that players, you know, you can say you know we we sat in this podcast last year, Adam, and and we did say at times you know I think Mo would have wanted that one back. You know, um, there are a couple couple that Mo would have wanted back, but. You would never go on social media and tag guys in posts and say they're absolutely shit. I hope they get rid of you. Um, and and that's happened this year at times. Um, people have have, caught, have properly called players out and said they need to get rid of them. Um, now you can have your opinions on players. We've always said that you can have your opinion on players, and if you, yeah. you don't think they're great, you can say that to your friends. But to tag guys in it and stuff um, is a bit far for me. You were targeted quite a bit. How how much of a detriment does that put on your game and in you, like on your focus? Well, I think um, you know. I think last year I noticed it more. Um, you know, it had a bit more of an effect because we couldn't interact with the fans, so we mm-hmm. couldn't actually get to know. You know who was out yeah. there and yeah. get to know the you know the the larger majority who you know weren't calling us, uh, weren't calling for our heads every week, but, um, (laughs) um, you know, and I think that's the, a bit of the issue with social media is it, it magnifies, magnifies negativity. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, it provides a platform to spread that negativity without first considering the consequences of it. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, because, more often than not, if, if you're unhappy with somebody and you see them in person, you're not going to go up to them and say, Oh, you should be fired. You're you're going to, you're going to find a way, you know, an adaptive way to speak to them and, and, um, you know, say, you're, you're probably going to ask, is everything okay? Or, you know, how can we Mm -hmm. make this work? Because I'm, I'm tired of this situation. And, And I think, I think that's, you know, I think last year, just given that we, we couldn't interact the way that you traditionally would with the fans, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it probably magnified it a little bit. But yeah. you know, as far as, you know, as far as fan expectations, you know, we, I mean, speaking for myself, like, I didn't care what my, my numbers were. I just wanted to, you know, I had... I had a strong enough resume in terms of statistics from yep. North America and, and my time of life to, to know that, you know, getting a job isn't going to be the issue. It's, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I no longer want to concern myself with next year's yeah. job. I, I want to win. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think it's, um, <clears throat> you know, so for me, um, you know, whether it was a good goal or a bad goal, the, the message to myself was always, well, just can you bear down here for the next 15, yeah. 20 minutes and, and give these guys a chance because, yeah, you know, you do that long enough, you make one timely save, you know, a key save in the last yeah. 
10 minutes yeah. and you go yeah. down and score two goals and you win the game. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I think, um, you know, and, and the, the, the little girl who was having the issues with, with bullying, I think it's, it's a lot harder on kids than anybody yeah. because, you know, not to age us, but, you know, back in our day, we, we, you'd get picked on on the playground and then you'd go home and you'd be done for the day. You know, you didn't have to face your bullies at home. Whereas yeah. now with social media, it's, it's 24 seven. It's 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. You don't escape it. And, and yeah. You know, when you're dealing with individuals who are, you know, that age and they're going through a lot of changes, yeah. you know, physically, psychologically, and, and uh, cognitively and, you know, it, it really magnifies those things are magnified and, and, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's sad that we're, you know, it's sad to see somebody struggling with, with situations like that because, you know, it, it, it does dampen their spirit. It it does cause them to withdraw from, you know, activities that they enjoy. Yeah. God forbid there's, you know, yeah. A point where they no longer yeah. want to. They can yeah, take a year. Live, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, I, I think it's great. Like I, I don't know, it was only earlier today that that Junior had mentioned to me uh, about that, and I think I think it's fantastic what you did to do that because young kids look up to yourself. They look up to like any any sports person. Mm-hmm. Young fans will always look up to them, regardless yep. of what level you play at. Mm-hmm. You could be. In the elite league, you could be in the NHL. Young fans will always look up to you as being their special player. Um, so I, I, I take my heart off day for doing that because you know you, you could have just you could have just left it and it, it's and say, well, it's not a day with me, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it, it's yeah. you know you have a responsibility as as a, you know somebody that is a role model. You know, especially for kids, and 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 you know, for my career, uh, you know, all the teams that I've played on, we've always had very strong support clubs and, and uh, booster clubs and, and support yeah. groups. So, you know, you 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 get to connect with the fans, and and that's you know, that's part of what makes playing the sport at yep. a professional level and for living yeah. so special is, is the, the impact you yeah. can see. You know, I there, I can't count how many times I've come across fans who, you know, probably don't have the most disposable income, mm-hmm. you know, in the world, and, and they spend their hard-earned money to come and, and, and support you. And, and uh, yeah. you know, and that's the that's what brings them joy. So, you know, there's really no, there's no point getting caught up concerning yeah. yourself with the, the negativity because it doesn't matter where you go in life. You're, you're going to be faced with, with negative people or yeah. negative yeah. comments. So I think me just, just focusing on, you know, connections I, I'm able to make. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, um, through the spirit and, and uh, Hopefully, have a, a positive impact. And yeah, something. yeah, yeah. And um, and and the the parent that messaged me, he did. Oh, he, he wanted me again to thank you on this um, for what you did. Um, my my wife's 
little brother, so my brother-in-law Spencer, um, he absolutely loved you when you were at Fife. Um, unfortunately, they are Flyers fans. Um, so that always is a good uh, family union get-together yeah, yeah. when there's Stars Fife on that weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spencer absolutely loved you as well. Um, and it, it, like, like my dad says, it, it's no matter what level you're at, it could even be SNL. Um, yeah. You know, the, the amateur, I say amateur, but, you know, the amateur leagues that people look up to them as well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but to wrap it up, um, you know, uh, we will ask you for your final message to Stars fans, but firstly, what what is the future for Adam Morrison now? Is is this it? For, for hockey, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I... Um... Yeah, I had made up my mind on the bus ride home, actually, from Nottingham. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was amazing to go on that run and, and be a part of that group. I saw, you know, obviously with the, the changes, changes mm-hmm. of the guard with Posh moving on and, and uh, new coach coming in, you know, yeah. I, I didn't want to go play anywhere else in the league. Um, I need, I wanted to be close to the university. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the other thing was at the end of every season, I've always felt the sort of desire to get right back into the gym and, and, and start training and, and just focus yeah. on the next season. And, you know, for me, that that wasn't something I, you know, on the bus ride home, I didn't feel like I was ready to do. And then a couple of weeks later, same feeling didn't, yeah, didn't really, didn't have it in me to put the, yeah. put yeah. the, the work that's required to, to be, uh, you know, at the top of my game. And, and I think, um, yeah. you know, I was more interested in putting that time and effort into my studies and, and uh, you know, yeah. shifting gears and trying to find something, uh, yeah. you know, away from hockey. And, and I yeah. Think, yeah. you know, I still, still struggle with that, trying to figure, <laughs> figure what my next move is. Um, you know, I, I started this degree with the intention that it would, uh, you know, provide me with a bit of a career path. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, as a psych student, I was hoping for, for free counseling, but that didn't, that didn't seem to speed my head up even more. I'm just glad you were saying that you didn't say though, that it was anything to do with age that you felt no. that that was the time because we're the same age yeah so if you were going to come out and say yeah oh, i'm getting older i was waiting to say no we're not old yet adam yeah. okay <laughs> i think my my hips might be a few years older than <laughs> i might be working yeah. with a, an 80 year old's hip over here so yeah no okay. and then, you know and then you you pair in the you know the concussion that i suffered last year it it was just um i wasn't concerned about suffering another concussion or getting injured again it was just it, it felt like it was starting to disrupt my mm-hmm. future trajectory in yeah. terms of what i wanted to accomplish yeah. at university. And, and, and you know the other side piece is is you know coming over here to play and go to school like that's a it's a lot of time committed to yeah. to both both practices and, and uh, yeah both disciplines and, and uh, uh you know, I really wanted to see Europe a little bit, see Scotland. You know, we you don't get that opportunity uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in the elite league, B 
because yeah. the schedule is, is you know, right from the get-go. You're, you're playing every weekend. Yeah. You don't have international breaks. Um, so I, I, you know, I had, I just had other, other things. I, I was ready to yeah. start kind of ticking off the, the bucket list. And, and yeah, um, definitely. And felt, and felt like that run, the, you know, the team that we had, the, bonds in that room and, and what we accomplished was you know that to me that was a good way to go out and yeah yeah and there's always a spare seat mm-hmm. next to me at the rink if you want to go to the games yeah the seat I, isn't occupied do, so do i just need to bring some uh, earplugs for the drum or is it uh it's no the the drums the, the, the drums the drums move section Oh, the, drum, the drum has moved on. Yeah, however, the, young, the young team have taken the drum, uh-huh. but, however, but there is now uh, a petition to get the drum back. Yeah. Uh, however, the drum is back tomorrow. Okay. Oh. So there's uh, a, there's an, a view from Section C exclusive. The drum is meant to be coming the back. Drum to is meant to be coming back. So we'll, we'll I, see. I'll 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 <laughs> probably try and make it out to a, a few more games here in the second half here I, yeah. I i went to two at the start of the year um you know and still wasn't wasn't ready to yeah to sit and watch you know yeah you still was you still get the feeling that you can play and that you want to play but listen was, yeah tell I, me about it i'm in 57 and think i can still play yeah <laughs> <laughs> but listen if 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 you want to come back and play i think i think a lot of fans would have you back yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> I, I appreciate Definitely. That. definitely. definitely. Um, but yeah, final message from you for All Stars fans listening. And maybe even, we know we do get some Flyers fans listening in. So, yeah. <laughs> final message from you. Um, just just thank you for, you know, two, two incredible years um, for Stars fans. It was, it was such an honor to play in front of all of you for, for the season and, and, be a part of that that run and, and see uh, see everybody rally behind the team. You know, we, yeah, we really needed it, and, and uh, I love love Scotland. I've, I've really grown to enjoy Dundee, and, and I'm just thrilled that I have the opportunity to enjoy the the culture and and yeah and uh, you know experience life over here a pint or two. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. But no, we, we really appreciate you coming on, Adam. Um as I say, one of the guys I really wanted on right at the end of the season. Um, you know, I absolutely loved watching you last season. Um I, I thought you were one of one of one of the better netminders we've had over the years. Um, yeah, appreciate we, we've it. had yeah. we've had some we've had some horrors at the especially yeah. at the start of our elite league seasons. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, no, it, it was a joy to watch you last season. Um and again like like you say, you know, we, we you did have some interaction with fans, um, where we could, um, even the uh, the the big celebration dinner, um, for the twenty years was it? Twenty years wasn't it? Yeah, that? twenty years. Yeah. So yeah, so having that as well, so that was good. But yeah, thank you for having the time to come on. I know you're um itching to get packed as well, no um, for a little travel. Yeah. But I appreciate um, you guys inviting me on. No, yeah. again. Thank you for coming on, um, and we'll we'll let you disappear and, and crack on with what you need to do. But again, Sounds thank good. you so much for coming on. Okay, Adam, thank you. Take care, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, see you after. Cheers. So that is um, Adam Morrison. Um, yeah.
with a podcast what? exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What the drum or retirement? Retirement. 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 Yeah. But um, he'd never announced it before. He, he'd never. He, no. he, he'd never said. We we probably assumed that because no one had picked him up. We thought, yeah, that that's not. That's through Adam's choice and not through team's choice because he would have picked up a gig someplace. Uh, but yeah, we heard it here first. That was him saying it. Yeah, that's it. I, I really hope that this isn't becoming However, a retirement podcast. Might... Oh, God. That's more now. Stop, stop. Don't bring anybody else on. Gee, where's the retirement podcast? Haas announces it. Adam oh. announces it. However, you know what? Someone tells me this might just be a sabbatical. <laughs> you hope. Well, as you say, uh, Adam's only, uh, he's the same age as you. I know. So and I'm young. Yeah. So the season starts, what age are you this year? 32. There you go. So when the season starts in September, yeah. Mo's only 32. Yeah. So yeah. let's move on. Senior, um, yeah, because you are completely overrunning the show this yeah, time. No, I'm only kidding. We are run overrunning. So, the fifty-one club sponsored game review. Um, so we had the Belfast Giants home and home games. So, um, we went to Belfast on the sixth of January. <clears throat> we lost the game by five goals to two. So, Johan Eriksson, assisted by Semyonov and Leidman at 3.14, uh, gave the Stars one the lead. We doubled the lead on the power play by Dryden Dow, assisted by Bariga and Sonch at 15.50. Stephen Ower, Ower, Ogre, however he wants to say it, at 18.48, um, gave the Stars a 2-1 lead end of the first period. Um, Derek Angeli, the one who's just left, Scored yeah. at 33.58 to tie it at the end of the second period. And then quick fire goal, the start of the third, 41-42 by Lewis Hook. Hour with his or I don't even know how you say it. Um, I think it's Stephen Orr. Orr with his second on the power play at 45-16. And then an empty net goal by Will Cullen at 58-57. Senior, we spoke about it last week. We weren't really expecting excuse me, too much from uh, no, not really. in Belfast. Not really. yeah. But I think I think fans are quite disappointed with the manner and the defeat because we're 2-0 up. Yeah, yeah. Which I think a... the, 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 the colours that go right before the end of the period, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you're 2-0 up and then it's 2-1. They've got their tails up. Yep. Um, and then... And even then, it's only 2 all. Right. It's even 2 all end of the second. Yeah. And then yeah. again, we see concentration levels I know. right at the start of the third. Two minute. goals in five minutes, right at the start. Yeah. Game's over, yeah. eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we didn't expect uh, much from the game. No. Um, no. Some, you know what? Some some of the fans were like, you know, they played well, they've done okay. Anton yeah. played really well. Um, and then some other fans were saying that they never played well and still soft goals and. Yeah, and, and stuff like that, and it, and it's a five-two defeat. It's put it listen. It's no a humping. No, put it that it's way. not a pumping. No, exactly. You know, uh, and then 
you're thinking what's going to happen the next night. I must admit, I probably thought it was going to be more of the same. Yeah, um, well, as I said, um, on, I think I put it on uh, the Star Supporters page under somebody's comment, I was more concerned that Fife went to Belfast the weekend before and gave him a good game. It was close. I think Belfast were going 2-1 or yeah. something like a 3-2 or something. Um, and then they came to Fife and absolutely pumped them. Yeah. Um, and I was concerned for the same. Um, but coming into the game, um, you know, it was only a 3-2 win for the Belfast Giants in overtime. So yeah. it was off to a quick fire goal after 2-3. Ryan Verrier. Uh, assisted by Bariga and Sanj, two or three. Um, yeah. Will Cullen, I, we spoke about this with, with Mo. Um, a, a, a very awkward goal uh, yeah. at 48. A dump in, which it did take a deflection off Craig Garrigan's wrist. If you do watch the the highlights back, you do see it taking that awkward change of angle. Um, a good response from us though um, after the goal, 55-55. Um, Elijah Bariga, assisted by Nasland and again by Sonch, and or at 57 56. Um, yeah. cut minutes to go, absolute killer, definitely and 64 10. Not long left in overtime. Lewis yeah. Hook gets a breakaway, um, and gives him a 3 2 win. And I've just noticed there that uh, Jackson. Got an assist on that winner. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so uh, and then I kind of if you see the goal, right? The winning goal. We Jackson makes a fantastic kick save. I think it's very Bariga. I think Bariga's got the puck and he fires it in really, really low. Yeah. And Jackson kicks it out that hard that because Bariga's skating backwards, he kind of get his balance to get a hold of the puck again. And that's how they end up with the two on one. With the goalie, it all comes. It's 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 no pass. It's just Bariga's shot has went in that hard, and Jackson has kicked it out that far that has yeah. allowed them to to break. Um, but for me, the killer, yeah, the 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 daft goal that they get that they got, we'll call it that a daft goal. But we come back and we go two one up. Can't close yep. the game out. No, can't close you. I think though, shut up, shop. I think, see what though, like as much as I was annoyed that we didn't close the game out because Adam Keith said it, um, they didn't play a great game. I actually thought that's one of the poorest Belfast performances I've ever seen uh, in Dundee. I thought they were really poor. I'm going to say they were poor, but I I also think think they they didn't allow them to play. Correct. But yeah, definitely. It's that, one of the, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's one of the poorest we, performances I've seen for them. But not to close it out, considering how poor they were, but to see us fight the way we did, stick yeah. up for each other, yeah. grind, forecheck, back check. Definitely. Um, still, there's still defensive mistakes. And, yeah. the, and, and I think we all know, and, and, and Mo's actually just said it there about last season's team. They knew defensively they weren't a bit, weren't a, that great. Yeah. They did a job though. Yeah. I think there's going to be defensive mistakes throughout the rest of this season. I think we know that. 
but it's how they act as one unit. And yeah. I, I thought, um, I thought Big Streaky was amazing again. Um, I'm, I'm, I would say, and and the games that I've seen this season, right? I would say that's the most complete performance we've put yes. in for sixty yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was, uh, I, I'd, I'd said that to, uh, to someone, yes, uh, on Tuesday. It's, it's the first time I think we have yeah. competed for the full sixty. Yeah. Forget overtime. It was the full sixty. We'd completed five on four, yeah. five on five, on the ice. We competed every yeah. opportunity, every, um, and, and there was no pass. I don't think there was any passengers. Even no. if you know, I still think. We speak about defensive errors. I'm not going to call him out. There's one guy I really don't like, but I still don't think he was a passenger in the game. He made mistakes, but yeah. I don't think there was a single passenger. I think everyone stuck to the game plan. And uh, and yeah. also, I thought Carter Folk offensively was... We didn't really do much offensively, but I thought Carter Folk, when he needed to, was, was shit hot. And that was also without... Soaky. Yeah. For 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 me, what what <laughs> set the tone was I think Belfast thought one they were going to come up here and just steamroller us. Yeah. But when they began to mix it, we mixed it back. Yeah. We never we 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 didn't allow them to for the want of better words bully us. We yeah. we were able to we we got in amongst them, big streaky got in amongst them, Carter got in amongst them. Everybody, big streaky. Everybody was getting in amongst them. Every single player was up for that fight, and yeah, yeah probably the most complete team performance. And yeah. I, I, I just felt so bad for them. I was devastated for for the guys yeah. that they did not get that extra point come come yeah. the end of the thing. Uh, they they deserved it. Yep, yeah, one thing. I thought was fantastic to see was how pissed off Svensson was at the end of the game. Now, you didn't see it. He came over with his water bottle, took his drink, and then he absolutely launched it into the plexi in the in the in the player's box. Absolutely launched it. He was livid. Yeah. And it's the first time we've saw anything from like, you know, he's probably upset and pissed off he loses games or, you know, all the time. Yeah. But it's the first sign of emotion that we saw from him really caring that they lost that game. Because he probably knows himself. We should have yeah. won that. Uh, yeah, we were we were dominant at times uh, yeah. on them. Um, but, you know, it was a one-point weekend. Um, we said, I said I'd be happy with a point. Um, you were hoping for two, whether it was one and two. one or, or yeah. two at home. I was happy with the point. Um, I did have the league table um, on ready to bring up, but for some reason the StreamYard has deleted the picture, so uh, we don't have a league table. But I know that we're an extra we point where, ahead of Fife now. In we know where place. we are. Yeah. Um, but it brings us on to the Craig Niche Decorators sponsored game preview and for me it is two must win games what do you um, think I'm going to disagree I think it is eh? I think for me it's 
we must get a minimum of three points. A minimum of three, but I think there must. I think both of them are must-win games. Um, I think we need to beat Glasgow in regulation. If, yeah. if we are, if we are. If we are being more optimists, and I know you're not, I know you're very much the biggest pessimist ever. Oh. Um, but if we are talking about us making playoffs, uh, us finishing eighth, potentially seven. Definitely, yes. We've we got to win games like this. We need yeah. to beat Clan in regulation, yeah. and we need to win our home game against, against Coventry. Yeah. I know Coventry are higher up in the standings. They are fifth, I think. Um, just went yeah. down from fourth into fifth from Belfast. But Coventry are no mugs this year. Um, Danny Stewart always has a nitty gritty team, but yeah. I think it is a must win game. I really do. Yeah. I think this is the point of the season where I actually think this weekend could be a make or break. So, see, see for our games, right? There, there was a there was a spell where we were playing the Belfasts, the Cardiffs, the yeah. Guildfords, yep. the Sheffields. Yeah. Now. We're in a, in a wee batch of games against us, against, against our lot. the teams that are in, yes. and, in around us. And, and you're right. Um, I would take the two points from the, the company game. Yep. Uh, just so I can say that we've seen them winning at him and take the point on the road. However, I wouldn't be adverse if the three points came from an overtime or a penalty shootout loss uh, against company. And yeah. we took the two points from Glasgow. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think we can afford to let Glasgow pick a point up against us. Yeah. Because they've, they've made a couple of signings now. Yeah. Um, a couple of people have said they look cheap and cheerful and look like diddies. Um, yeah. They might But oh, some bodies. other people, yeah, it's bodies. But some other people have also said that they've played in decent leagues as well. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that, yeah, we can't afford to give them any points. On us no. in game like in games against what um if they pick up points against other teams, fuck, okay, hats off them. But yeah, we can't that, we yeah. can't give up points against them right now. Um, yeah. so yeah, minimum of three, but yeah. I, I'm I'm saying that I'm saying it's two must win games. Yeah, and they'll be difficult games. Eh? They'll be difficult yeah. games. Coventry are, yeah. are obviously uh, this is a strange one for Coventry as usual, right? So they've got three games this weekend. So yeah. we're this is Thursday night. We're recording Thursday night. So they're yeah. playing in about half an hour's time, I think, now. We've overrun that much. Um, I thought they were playing f- Friday. No. So they've no, got Glasgow. Oh, right Glasgow, right, it's on the tail. Glasgow tonight. Half seven. Uh, is it half seven? Aye. So they've got they've got Glasgow tonight. Then they've got us. And then you think, ah, so they've got a trouble header against Fife. But they no. play Fife and Coventry. I know. I know. Weirdos. Absolute weirdos. But the other, the other good thing. Coverage. Yeah, and, and they'll bring up a, a good fa- a good support with them with the double header. Uh, I believe they've got a couple of buses on. But the other thing as well for us is we've got a Saturday off. We play Friday, we have Saturday off, then we're in, in Glasgow on Sunday. I never care if that's a good thing or not. I think it is. I think we put. Backs to the wall, go all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this term. We go balls out against Coventry on Friday. Then we have our day of rest with maybe an optional skate. I don't know what Jeff's yeah. got planned if there's a skate or not. And then we go again Sunday, balls out. I thought, see, I thought you were gonna come up like we were gonna go all guns blazing. Oh God, no! 
against Coventry. Jesus. Yeah. But you can tell you're the dad here, eh? Yeah. Tells about But yeah. Yeah. Uh, minimum of three for me. Um, but I think yeah, two must win games. Um, I'm I'm actually I'm actually still in shock that you're the same age as Adam Morrison, which means <laughs> I could be either which means I could be Adam Morrison's dad. Aye, he's had a hard paper round, does he? Fuck. <laughs> Um, but yeah um, a big thank you again to our special guest Adam Morrison Um, as I tweeted the other day it wasn't very cryptic just we do have some more interviews lined up Um, we're not going to say who it is Um, we don't actually know when it's going to be to be fair anyway Um, we've not got dates of that yet from them but we've got a good three or four players lined up no, yeah, are, we, are we not? Are we not recording on Monday? We're not saying. Um, I think. Is. I think. I think. I think we're going to do a show on Monday um, and do our game previews and reviews. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, so I think. Yeah, we might. We might record a Monday night for everyone. Just you know, why not? Why not Monday? Yeah. Why not? Um, but again, thank you to Adam Morrison um, yeah. for coming on the show. Um, I know, as he said, he was. He's. He's going to wait. He's waited. Going to do some stuff. So um, we appreciate his time. Again, massive thank you to title sponsor Don Michelle um, for sponsoring the show, the 51 Club, uh, and Craig Niche Decorators, who, by the way, the two of them in little cahoots and Craig yeah, didn't go for them. Yeah, um, couldn't yep. have fit me in his couldn't have fit me in his diary, but managed to get Cam McGiffin in his. But that's all right. I'll I'll remember that. Um, but that's, that's good. That's what, his niche is a, he's a money. I've got. I've, I had to give uh, one person a shout out this week because I got called out on social media for not giving Sinky a shout out about putting my telly on the wall. Did you not see that on the supporters group? Oh no, sir. They were going about that. They didn't realise that Kevin Conway was Scott Conway's dad. I see. And I was right. like, well, it right. just goes to show that you don't listen to the podcast because we've called that out a couple of times. Yeah. And Sinky says, well, hey. Uh, I never got a shout out on your show, blah, 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 putting your telly up, blah, 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 blah. So there's Sinky shout out for putting the telly up, right? right. But right. on well, that note... I've got, well, <laughs> on that note, I've got a wee shout out for Sinky as well. Oh. Remember to be uh, available for the microwave. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh, Sinky I, knows. Sinky knows. Yeah, I know. I know uh, as well. Exactly. I know as well. Sinky. Uh, um, but yeah, so... Again, thanks, thanks to our guests, thanks to our sponsors. Um, yeah. Again, big weekend of games. Let's bring the noise, and hopefully, we've got a four-point weekend to speak about on yeah. Monday. And um, we'll see everybody at the rink tomorrow night with the drumming section. See if if it gets its way back over. But again, its way back over. Yeah, but again, let's bring the noise, and we will see you guys. If you listen to this tomorrow, see you today, see you tonight, but we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> at the game. It's a bit, it was a bit like, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, just press stop. What's the film? <laughs> what's the film called? Uh, the Truman Show. If I don't see you, have a good, a good, a good morning, good evening, good night. Uh, <laughs> right. Thanks for listening, folks. And we'll see, see you. See you in the rink. Don't you know I'm made up?